welcome to the podcast, and I'm excited about the lesson today. You know, when we talk about redefining ourselves, when we talk about renewing our minds, when we're when we're talking about changing our behaviors based on the love of God in us, you know, it's interesting that there are some things that we have to do, and there's things that God does. You know, a lot of people think that God does it all, but there's many scriptures that indicate that there are some things to do on our part. But don't worry, they're not hard work. These are things to just basically, things to help us get ourselves out of the way. So Christian self-help really is uh, putting the self part aside and learning to listen and adapt and, and do the things of God's work. Matter of fact, faith works through love, so... Faith without works is dead, is what the Bible says. So I can only believe that the works of faith are the the works done in love. So today we're going to talk about that topic, faith working through love. And I'm I'm actually, I feel like I want to just say faith only works through love. Because I'm talking about biblical faith and misplaced faith is very dangerous. It will not lead you to heaven. Let's get right into this lesson. Um... Let's think about faith for a minute. What is faith? What is biblical faith? Well, I think people have a hard time interpreting it because they think so deeply about it. But to be honest, faith is trust. I mean, you can really just say, generalizing it, faith is trust in God or in His Word or in His Spirit. You know, uh, we talk about faith as Christians all the time, but you hardly hear anybody define it. And and why so complicated when it's just a matter of trusting? You may hear some talk about faith more often, you know, basically concerning things like, like God is going to heal or deliver somebody in that moment that he's going to bring a, a miracle to us. Well, I believe all that. Listen, Listen, I absolutely believe that God heals and hears our prayers over individual needs, health needs, financial needs. I have experienced these kind of miracles. I have witnessed these kind of miracles. These are acts of faith on our part and God fulfilling what he said he would do. We're putting our faith in our covenant and our agreement with him that he will uphold his sin, and he does. But listen, we've got to always be aware In this process of faith, of God's will, ours is often natural, what I tend to call carnal. Our will is very earthy. So we have to be careful. We have to be willing to submit to His will over our desires, even in those miracles. Because honestly, sometimes we'll receive the miracle and sometimes we don't and we don't understand. And I'm not going to try to explain that away. It's a spiritual thing and God has the final decision. But I will tell you this. In my experience, just think about people you know, even loved ones that have gone on. And who wants to lose them? We're all going to pray that God keep them here and make them well here. But that's not really making them whole. They're made whole in heaven. We all are. So for us to want them to stay here is kind of selfish. I mean, I'm saying that. My emotions say differently in the moment, but I'm just telling you how I'm looking at this now. Just to be real about this. If we're really praying God's will, then we're going to expect that, you know, (laughs) maybe we don't always get our way. Just be honest. Just being honest, okay? 
it's not for us to choose whether that miracle or whatever it is is coming to us because of our faith only. That's kind of Eastern religious, you know, kind of thinking that our faith changes everything. Well, some aspects of it are true, but there's always that false part in false religions. But let me just tell you, if you were in God's divine will or praying for God's divine will, and you learn to walk and live more in that divine will, that's what we're talking about in these podcasts, re-identifying in Christ, then if we know that will and we walk in that will, we're going to see actions according to that will. We might find more and more things and miracles happen because we're praying the right ways for the right things, and God answers our prayers because they are prayed correctly. So putting our will in God's will, well, that will definitely help us pray in the right way. So yeah, I believe there's gifts of miracles, gifts of faith that are just going to come on the spot and we're all going to know something. You can just sense it and it happens. These are miracle moments. I've seen them happen. I've felt them happen. I believe in these things, but it's not the focus of this podcast. Remember, we're going to talk about putting our faith in the love of God. So I want to talk about faith in its most general and relevant way for all of us. It's trusting in God's expression of love through us called the gospel and what Jesus Christ did for us, trusting that that is true, trusting that it changed the world, that it changed everything, that it changed everything about us. And that trust is not easy. It comes with a risk because we don't really know everything about God, so we're trusting because we don't know. It's, it's faith because there's part of it that we can't really comprehend, but we just know it's true. It's a knowing. It's a trust that we just feel God has this thing. So that is faith. Trusting in someone you can't see? I mean, it moves our belief into a spiritual realm. Belief is natural. Faith is spiritual. So we start with belief and we move into the spiritual realm of faith. It's not just believing the thing is true. It's, it's, it's knowing beyond a doubt. We just trust this thing that we're not sure about, but we're going to be sure in trusting it. <laughs> Doesn't that sound crazy? Oh, yeah, we're crazy. We're Christians. We're crazy. And in our case... Our belief and trust is in God as we understand it through Jesus Christ, as we've learned of God through Jesus. So though it may be a general idea, it is a very specific act that took place. My faith is in God through Jesus Christ. As I taught in the last podcast, we only learn the truth and the, of the grace of God through Jesus Christ. So trusting in this truth and in this grace of God will bring us to a spiritual plane and a realm that we could never access before. You want to go somewhere in your Christianity? Wow, this is it. Trust, faith in that grace that you believe beyond all reasonable doubt, unreasonable doubt, that, that Christ died for your sins and it changed the world. How did it change? Well, let me tell you, you subscribe to these podcasts and you're going to hear these lessons are always going to refer to this amazing re-identification that come on us. <laughs> so that was my plug. All right. So we must believe that Jesus took away our sins. Listen to me. Can you say that? Jesus took away my sin. 
<laughs> Why is that so hard for Christians these days? We've got some kind of something, misinterpretations going on. But we've got to believe that we are put in right standing with God. We must believe that we are no longer slaves to sin, and we must believe we are truly free. You think I'm making that up? Come on. Look, John pronounced it. John 1, 29, he pronounced it. John the Baptist, what did he say? Behold the Lamb of God who does what? Who takes away the sins of the world. Is that not enough? <laughs> he takes away the sins of the world. 1 John 3, 5 says, But you know that Christ appeared to take away our sins. Why did he come? To take away our sins. Man, listen to this. Okay, Romans 3.23. I'm excited about this. You've probably heard this verse. Listen to it. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So you've probably heard that because it's commonly used to evangelize. I've got to read what this says beyond it because it's mind-blowing. Just listen. Listen to what it says in 24 and 25. (laughs) So all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Makes us all feel bad, doesn't it? We're all bad, so we're all sinners, we're all bad. No, 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 no. That's what happened before the next verses. It says this. Wow. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Oh, listen. God presented Himself as a propitiation. You know what that is? A sacrifice. It is a, an offering of atonement. So God offered Jesus, presented him as a propitiation through faith in his blood. So we believe that he died in this crucifixion for us. And why? To demonstrate his righteousness. Now listen to this. <laughs> because in his restraint... God passed over the sins previously committed. Oh, man, did you hear that? Does that hit you like it does me? I I want to jump up and run around for a minute. Listen, it says, In his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. So let me just read the rest of this in the little segment. 26 says, God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be righteous and declare righteous the one who has faith in Jesus. There it is. You are in right standing with God. You can't be... You <laughs> Sin cannot have control of your life, and you be righteous in God. He does this. It's not something you can even possibly do. You can't make yourself righteous. He did it. He did it on the cross. What we have to do is simple. Accept through that trust, that faith. It's a matter of rejection or acceptance of what he did. It, there's only those two choices, friend. This is putting our faith in God. If you believe and receive this truth, then I'm telling you, you'll live eternally. And heaven's not just a goal. It is your destiny. It begins the day you trust in this truth of God. Wow. Listen, God's love for this world, for you and me, is the truth we must realize about him. Jesus came as this expression of God's love in this world. 
And you know, the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost to this world as an expression of the Father's love. This is what happened. The Holy Spirit bears witness of Christ, and Christ bears witness of the Father. You can find the Scriptures. They are one, and they're doing one thing in us. Love. Loving us into eternity, because it's an eternal love. When Christ came into your heart, you knew grace and truth like you never knew it before. That's the truth. You never felt more relieved, released, or revived. Remember? You never felt more relieved, released, or revived. So what happened? You still feel that way? Don't take this too personally, but <laughs> unless it, you know, the shoe fits. But if you don't feel that way now, I'm telling you, well, I'm asking you, I guess, who has bewitched you? Does that sound harsh? Who has told you? Listen, who has told you that behavioral modification is better than a spiritual modification through love? Listen, I, I'm all for changing behavior, but it, behavior modification doesn't save us. <laughs> it's the love modification in us that changes our behaviors. Hallelujah. That is the reidentification. Who's told you that your performance is more important than God's promise over your life? It's amazing to me, now more than ever, how crazy it sounds to think that a bad day on my part or even a bad behavior can change the work of Christ that he did on the cross 2,000 years ago, changing the world, taking away sin, and instituting a new covenant. And all I have to do is accept or reject. How can I reverse all that for a bad behavior? I'm saying that you need to grow up spiritually. Yes, we all do. But a bad day or bad behavior, it doesn't send you back to first base. It's your heart that matters. Where is it? What's your motivation? This is a spiritual life that develops from the day we see the kingdom of God until we physically die and are raptured to it. It's not carnal thinking. It's not natural thinking. It's being Christ-like and letting Christ live in us. It's letting Christ live through us. It's letting the Spirit do His work in us. It's surrender. Surrender to a truth that's greater than me. If you think any human being is perfect in their way of thinking, you're mistaken. And I'm sure you've heard it most of your life. Nobody's perfect. However, I will tell you this. There's a spiritual truth. It's pretty much the opposite. You've been made perfect in Christ. So spiritually speaking, you are perfect made complete and whole in Christ. You don't believe me? Listen to what it says in Hebrews 10. I'm going to read verse 14. Let's just start there, and I'll read it two or three verses there. 14 says, For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are sanctified. Do you hear that? It's about Christ. Jesus, who died on the cross, for by one offering he was perfected forever those who are sanctified. And then it says, the Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. <laughs> the Spirit in you is testifying, and even in the Word. And it says this, for after he says, and this is a quote from the Old Testament, 
And listen what it's saying. It's prophetic. This is the covenant I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts. Get that? Not in the stones, not, not written on stone, tables of stone, but I will put my laws in their hearts and write them on their minds. And he adds. I mean, that's what it says. He adds. <laughs> this is the Holman Christian Standard Bible. So it says, he adds, speaking of the Spirit of God, God himself. Listen to what he says. I will never again remember their sins and their lawless acts. You best put your faith in that place. Putting your faith in the love of God that he has for you, it will change every behavior. What is good in others might just become godly in you. Wow. So put your faith in the grace of God that teaches and sustains and loves you and loves through you. These are the works of faith, works of love. And faith without works is dead. So come alive with your faith by putting it in the work of God, by putting to work the expression of God's love in your life. Let grace teach you. Put your faith in the love of God. Because that's the only way it's ever going to work for your eternal salvation. Amen. We'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for checking in. Hey, subscribe. Make sure you, you subscribe and get, get these podcasts as they come because they're getting exciting. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs>